Hey, I have been very eager to talk uh, with Richard Wolf ever since I first found out about the Forward Party. He is the former mayor of East Amwell Township, New Jersey, and the founder, or at least one of the founders, of the New Jersey Moderate Party. Kind enough to join us early this morning. Uh, Richard or Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for joining me. Good morning. Thank you for having me. So um, what exactly is the New Jersey Moderate Party? Well, the moderate party is a response to the polarization between our two major parties. And basically, it is designed to be a home for the vast majority of the voters these days who feel that their major party no longer represents their values. It's become too extreme. And we are looking to identify and support and ultimately try to get elected moderate candidates. Now, um, why do you think a – I think there are a lot of voters, some Democrats, some Republicans, some independent, that view themselves as moderates. But why do you think uh, having a separate party, the moderate party, is a v- better vehicle to have a moderating influence on electoral politics instead of working within the two major parties, for instance, the Democrat and the Republican Party? Well, interestingly, that's what we're trying to do. In other words, unlike typical third parties that run their own candidates, we're not looking to do that, at least not now. What we're looking to do is through a concept called fusion voting, fuse with one of the two major parties that's running a candidate closer to the center, a moderate candidate. So this is really interesting, and I'm very familiar with this, having been a lifelong New York resident. This goes on all the time here, but we do have listeners all over the country and some in Canada that may be less familiar with this concept. If you're—explain, I understand it, but I'm going to ask you to explain to folks. If you're a separate party, what is the value of endorsing a candidate that's running as a Democrat or a Republican? Well, what we'd be looking to do is— get implemented in New Jersey fusion voting, which was legal in New Jersey prior to the 1920s. The two major parties didn't like it, and they had the law changed in the 1920s to, in effect, prohibit fusion voting. But basically, fusion voting allows a single candidate to run on the ballot as the candidate of more than one party. So let's assume that there's a Republican candidate and a Democratic candidate running for a particular office. And the moderate party determines that the Democratic candidate is far more moderate. We would support that moderate candidate. So that moderate candidate would now appear on the ballot as the candidate of the Democratic Party and the moderate party. And people who did not want to vote for a Democrat, but who liked this candidate, could vote for this candidate by checking the moderate party. So, for example, a Republican, and I am a Republican, may not want to vote for a Democrat by checking the Democratic box on the ballot. They don't want to support the Democratic Party. They feel the Democratic Party is too far to the left. Well, that Republican can that Republican voter is now currently left with three choices. Vote for the candidate by checking the Democratic box. Well, the Republican doesn't want to do that. They could vote for the Republican candidate 
but they don't like the Republican candidate. The Republican candidate is too far to the right, or they don't vote at all. And our concern is that a lot of voters will choose option three and not vote at all. With the moderate party and fusion voting, we would be giving the voters of New Jersey a fourth choice. Vote for the Democratic candidate under the moderate party line on the ballot. Now you're not supporting the Democratic Party, and you're sending a message to both parties, the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, that you support moderate candidates. That's the big difference between the moderate party and what I'll call your typical third party. In New York, for instance, for many years, we had the uh, liberal party and uh, Republicans that running for office in New York City, Republicans like Rudy Giuliani, for instance, John Lindsay, they were very eager to get that liberal party endorsement because there were a lot of Democratic voters in New York City that would never, ever vote for um, vote on the Republican label, but they would pull the ballot for a liberal party candidate. It's, I guess, in some respects, the same principle in terms of what you're trying to do out there. It's it's exactly that principle, except we're focusing on moderate candidates. We're going to try to draw both parties closer to the center by basically developing a base of what I call homeless voters, Mm. and there are many of them, and then having that base vote on the moderate party line for moderate party candidates, whether they're Republicans or Democrats. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. If people are just tuning in, we're talking with Richard Wolf. He's one of the founders of the New Jersey Moderate Party. The first candidate that the New Jersey Moderate Party has endorsed is an incumbent Democrat running for re-election this year. Most people think that he and his opponent are both pretty moderate. He, the candidate that you've endorsed is Tom Malinowski. He's running, I, I believe, against Tom Kane Jr. What's so uh, special about Tom Malinowski? What makes him a good fit for the Moderate Party? Uh, he's a moderate, and he... Uh His views align very closely with the views of the moderate party. Uh, I've had personal experience with Congressman Malinowski a number of times in my capacity as mayor of East Amwell Township. I've gone to him for help. If he wanted to play this politically, he would have let me fall on my face. I'm a Republican. He's a Democrat. Why should he support or help a Republican mayor? But to my surprise, not only has he helped me when I came to him, with issues, but he threw the full support of his staff behind these issues. There was no partisanship. He did what was right for the people who voted him into office, and I developed a great deal of respect for Congressman Malinowski. Now, as you mentioned, uh, New Jersey prohibits fusion voting. So what you've done is you have gone to court and uh, you're seeking to, even though the New Jersey law says that this is prohibited, you're going to court saying that this should be permitted. Uh, Since this is prohibited specifically under New Jersey law, why would you go to state court rather than federal court? And in a nutshell, what is the legal argument as to why the New Jersey law is uh, unconstitutional? Well, we brought in a team of lawyers with great expertise in this area. I'm a lawyer, but I'm a tax lawyer, so I don't profess to have great expertise. But uh, we are challenging the New Jersey law under the New Jersey Constitution. And the New Jersey Constitution 
protects individual rights greater than the federal constitution. And we are claiming that the prohibition on fusion voting violates the New Jersey constitution in a number of respects. And, um, okay, so we'll, we'll see. What is the status of that legal case at this point? We filed with the appellate division in New Jersey, which is the level below the New Jersey Supreme Court. That's where we have to start. We have to file briefs at that level. And then we are going to move to have the case taken up directly by the New Jersey Supreme Court. So we're hoping to go directly to the New Jersey Supreme Court in the not-too-distant future. Okay, and um, do we have an idea of the timetable of which the appellate court will make that decision? We don't. It's within their discretion to a large extent. At this point, we're at the mercy of the courts. We're hoping that the courts recognize that this is a very important issue for New Jersey, and they handle it on an expedited basis. But that's really within the control of the courts. Our goal is to try to get this resolved sooner rather than later. But this is one, our one chance to fix the problem we perceive in New Jersey. So we want to do it right. And if that means we have to sacrifice speed for quality, so be it, because we want to do this right. Now, I am wishing you the best because I find all of these state laws against fusion really outrageous, uh, to be honest. So I wish, I hope that what you're doing is a model for not only New Jersey, but other other states around the country. couple of quick questions, though. One of the people who helped organize the effort to create the new party is Sue Waltman, the di- executive director of the New Jersey Working Families Alliance. Now, in New York and in Connecticut and other places where the Working Families Party exists, it's an ultra-left-wing group. Now, Could the byproduct of your success here, because I can see a lot of the moderates listening to this conversation now, cheering you on, saying, yes, yes, that's what we need, a more moderating voice in politics, picking the more moderate candidate of the people running. But could, if you're successful, would this allow the Working Families Party in New Jersey to get a ballot line that would enable them to drag the New Jersey Democratic Party pretty far to the left as they've done in New York. Well, I'm actually glad that you mentioned Sue Altman, and this is the first time that's come up in any discussions that I've had with the media. Uh, I was introduced to Sue because I was looking to try to find people who really understood the rules and the dynamics in New Jersey. I had an idea, but I didn't really know how to implement that idea. When I was introduced to Sue, I had assumed that she and I would be butting heads. I'm a Republican. I'm a relatively conservative Republican. She's a Democrat and is known as being very liberal. However, the two of us are in complete agreement about wanting to draw the far left and the far right closer to the center. Both of us recognize the damage that the extremists are doing to our political process and the country. And so Sue and I have worked really well together because we do share the same view. So I don't really have that concern, at least in New Jersey, of working families trying to draw the Democratic Party or the Republican Party far to the left. That hasn't been my experience with Sue thus far at all. All right. Well, we will certainly see what happens. 
One of the, and I, I've been involved in the minor party realm in New York for many years, and one of the frequent complaints in all of the minor parties in New York is that the fusion voting tends to corrupt the minor parties, that because of an interest in, say, uh, patronage or having a voice at the table with uh, people that are likely to win, that uh, the conservative party maybe endorses candidates that aren't necessarily that conservative, the independence party endorses candidates that aren't so independent, so on and so forth. Are you concerned uh, that by choosing to primarily endorse existing candidates that are running in other parties rather than running your own uh, your own candidates that the moderate party if you're successful could one day be um, in the same situation where that cross endorsement becomes uh, such a uh, valuable tool that's so coveted by major party politicians that a lot of the ideals that the moderate party was founded upon tend to get left by the wayside any anything in life that starts out as a good idea with good intentions can ultimately be corrupted. So I, I can't argue with the concept that ultimately the moderate party and its ideals could be corrupted. The goal would be to have people running the moderate party who truly believe in the objective that moderation is good for the country and that's how we move things forward that the political process should be give and take and not my way or no way and that elected officials are public servants and not out to just further their own agenda or the agenda of their large donors so yes could the moderate party concept be corrupted at some point i can't argue with that but if the right people are running the moderate party and we stick to our ideals, I think the moderate party could do really good things in New Jersey and really make a very big difference in our political process and hopefully spread to other states. Finally, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the news this week that the forward party, which was uh, led by Andrew Yang, is partnering with the Sam party and uh, it's going to be co-chaired by Andrew Yang, Christy Todd Whitman, and former Congressman David Jolly. Do you view that as a uh, as a positive development for the independent political movement? And how do you think the moderate party might uh, might play into that whole situation? Well, I've had conversations with David Jolly. In fact, once upon a time, David worked at my law firm. Uh, so I understand what the forward party is trying to achieve. It was a merger of three parties. Uh, I am intrigued by what they're looking to do. Um, they certainly will be different from most third parties in that they are going to focus on the center. I think they have very significant support at this point. Uh, I believe they will be a very well-funded organization. And now is the right time for choice because Americans are fed up with the two major parties. They recognize the political system is broken. So I wish the forward party all the best. I hope they are very successful. Whether the moderate party at some point would have involvement with the forward party, I don't know. Right now we're focused on our mission which is to get fusion voting legalized in New Jersey. We feel that's the best path forward for New Jersey voters. 
But what will happen in the future? I don't know. We'll see. We will see indeed. Please keep us posted. Best of luck. And uh, I think uh, New Jersey will be a better place politically if you're successful in uh, getting this uh, this ban on fusion voting uh, undone. And uh, it's really such a shame that so many states have similar prohibitions. Best of luck to you, Mr. Wolf. Thank you for having me, Frank. Have a good day. Thank you.